Hey everyone, this is Hashtag Gotta Start Somewhere. I'm Kate. And I'm Val, and this is episode 10. Welcome! Good morning! Good morning, and almost Happy New Year. <laughs> whoop, whoop. It is December 30th. Yeah, this is kind of crazy that uh, here we are, another year um, coming to an end. We did just want to point out that um, the past couple times when a celebrity or, you know, famous person has died, we've made note of it. So we realized that we didn't do that for our girl, Kirstie Alley, when she passed away. So RIP to her. Val, you were saying something about she was um, in Scientology. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. So first of all, she died on my son's birthday and that was like really eerie on, on my firstborn. And I was like, okay. So she was very heavy into Scientology and, you know, Scientology, they have different levels and I'm nowhere near an expert. I know the bare minimum, but she was at the highest level that she could be. And Scientology, the being the highest member, they they promise you that you will not get cancer. That's oh. like their one big promise. And she died after a short battle with colon cancer in her house. She was oh. not allowed to get treated. Just like John Travolta's kids were not, uh, um, his son was not allowed to get treated when he died. So, and just to make this a little bit more conspiracy theory, John Travolta's wife also died of cancer and they are also the highest member and she also died in her home. I forgot about that. So is that because they see it as God and whatever taking taking fixing it for you type thing and not needing correct medicine correct because okay. in their religion of science like you're all right. if you're in it you're in it and you're going to get healed and blessed wow. and unfortunately Kirsty Alley was not the oldest i mean was not the um she wasn't that old she was only 71 That's, right you know um right she only had colon cancer i think i read for like a year Okay, you know, short. Nobody knew. Nobody knew she had cancer until she died. Right. So they kept it really under wraps. Wow. Um, So I just think that goes hand in hand with whatever conspiracy theory you wanna, you want to believe in. But I do. I think it's just very weird and odd that all these celebrities that are at the highest level of Scientology are dying because of cancer, and that's their one thing that they that they pride themselves in. Right. Yeah, that is crazy. And I'm glad you brought up John Travolta's wife because I had completely forgot about that. So that's another crazy one. And his son, Jet, like, he yeah. was like foaming at the mouth and no hospital, no 911, no nothing. Right. Yeah, no. <laughs> that's crazy. That's actually really funny. We were watching Family Guy the other night and there was an episode of that of this this couple who believed, you know, in the Scientology and they had this this baby and Lois and Peter end up kidnapping this baby because she's like, that baby needs medical attention. Like, oh my God. Not trying to heal him. Like, oh my so that's God. like so funny because that was like a couple nights ago that happened. Oh my so, God, that's crazy. No, it's so yeah. Um, so RIP to her. R. I, I loved her so much in 
Um, look who's talking. Look who's talking. But my favorite was the Mary Kate and Ashley. Take up. Uh, it takes take two. It, it takes no. two. Oh, oh my god, I loved that so much. And you know, she did. She had very Republican views mm-hmm. when. Um, I did not not disagree with some of her views. And I, Twitter at that point, you could say whatever you want. And you know what? R.I.P. Christy, Kirsty, 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 Kirsty Alley. She'll forever be the one that fell in love with John Travolta when she was, when her husband was cheating on her. Yes. Uh, Men are dogs. Yeah, that's a whole other topic. So, guys, in light of it being the end of the year, today is the 30th, as Val said. Val and I wanted to go over a few of our favorite pop culture moments of 2022. Val, I'm going to let you go ahead and start with your first topic. It's kind of sad, too, but Bob Saget died in January, and that death really affected me. I don't know if it's like dead daddy issues that I have, but I mean, he just, he died in his like hotel room after a comedy show, like Bob Saget wearing my little sweater. And She's it was wearing just- a Bob Saget sweater, by the yeah, way. And, and I was- knew this was going to be your first one. I, I knew it. <laughs> uh, and he was just so young and the whole cast came together. You know, Mary-Kate and Ashley opted out from all the Fuller House and the reboot, but I mean, they were there front row C at his funeral. They did like a little side thing with John Stamos. I mean, my heart just hurts because at the end of the day, they were all a little like family. They were a full house family. And I think that family isn't blood. I think family are the people you surround yourself with for multiple and multiple years. And it it just made me sad. And that's it. I'm just so sad that he died and he'll forever live in our hearts. Yeah, that was um, a tough one. He was kind of like our friendly neighborhood dad and um as far as full house and you know we all kind of grew up with him and didn't they do a roast of him after he died no it was before oh okay i don't i I kept seeing all these clips and i loved that roast so much it was yeah this was last year and it yeah yeah and that's how it was so – and you know you know what killed me when was John Mayer and this other comedian. I'm so sorry. I forgot his name. They went and picked up his ashes from oh. Florida, took it back to California. Oh. I mean, they really all rallied, you know, and then all the comedians – because he was a comedian first and foremost um, right. before being an actor. They just all – they just all did a montage for him. It was just beautiful, so beautiful, so sad. But at least he died of a natural cause. And honestly, that's I, I'm at peace with that. Good. Not that I need to be at peace with him. <laughs> no, I know, but still. And sh- like I said, she's wearing a, a Bob Saget hoodie today. And she this death really got her. She was crying. And it yeah, it really, really affected you. It did. Again, daddy did. Daddy, so, dad issues. No. <laughs> and in the words of one of my favorite comedians, Heather McMahon, she calls it uh, the dead dad club. 
So that's the club you're in. <laughs> oh, dead that club. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, Kate, what is your number one? So for me, I'm not even sure if it's my number one, but I was just very consumed in this, and it was the Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard. (gasps) That was a good one. And that was from April through June. So that was just a time. That was a time on socials, a time. I, I had the news on my iPad every day at my desk. It was just so like fun to follow along with it and obviously sad to follow along with it and just kind of see everything that happened. Um, But that was probably the biggest, I'd say, moment that I is very like vivid to me from this year because I was just so into it for those few months that it was it. And I'm glad of the verdict, obviously. Okay, and yeah. There's I was still gonna, more to go, so. Yeah, there's still <laughs> more to go. And I'm happy that this trial and this case shed light on women abusing men. I agree. 100%. Because it's always the men abusing women. And listen, I do want, I do not want to victim shame. I, I am not shaming women at, at like anything, okay? But- we women, we are we are also psychotic and we could be very, very abusive. And Johnny yeah. Depp was in a very abusive relationship, marriage, yep. um, physically, mentally, that yep. caused him a lot of loss of income, loss yeah. of oh, opportunities. Yeah. yeah. So I am happy that- And drove him into a really bad place. Correct. Mentally, so happy- emotionally, yeah. all of that. Absolutely. And it Which was really, is what that does. Yeah. But <laughs> it was Yeah, it was really nice that the audience and the fans came together as a collective whole and yeah. rallied up with Johnny. I, I agree. And and TikTok was so fun. And all the people standing outside his court courtroom and him going around to the people like after and waving to everyone from the car. So and just the relief, the relief after it was all over, um, that was uh, that was really nice to watch. Yeah. My sister, completely a little off topic, but my sister said Johnny Depp was just in the Fenty uh, show because I think Rihanna has like four Fenty shows. I don't know if you've ever seen them. I've um, I've only seen one. So she, he was apparently he made an appearance in the fourth one, and I was like, yes, and that that one is like that was like right after his trial and everything, and everyone oh my was God. like love to see it. So oh, that's so yeah. cuties. I know. Well, Team Johnny over here. So Team Johnny, yeah. <laughs> team Depp, yeah. Team Depp. Okay, and uh, go ahead with another one. Okay, this one also rocked the nation. This happened in March. And it was when Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. Girl. Keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. <laughs> I just don't even know. Like, was it a joke? I, I like I just everybody in the audience, we were like, is it a joke? Is it not? What's going on? And I think that's what so, everyone thought. He was just so smooth and he just like went like this after, like tucked in his little like jacket or whatever, and yeah. just sat down. Like, 
Nothing happened. Oh my god, that was wild on live TV. Oh my god. Um, the, sad, and- the crazy thing is, I didn't even see it live. Unfortunately, neither but, did I. Because unfortunately, yeah. I don't watch I know. award shows anymore. Is no so same. Sad. I feel like that was like when we were like late teenagers, like I early. I know, like the VMAs. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Yeah, that was iconic, and yes. not for nothing. That joke was did not call for a slap. I feel like other comedians have dogged him and his wife for much, much worse. His his own wife has dogged him more than <laughs> than any comedian. Okay. Okay. And we can go on. Yeah. (laughs) This might turn into another discussion because it was just clearly he had some pent up anger and just took it out at the wrong person at the wrong time because literally at the wrong time. That did not have to go off on Chris. And Homie got banned for 10 years. So, yeah. Yeah. He's not. Ever getting an Oscar for the next 10 years. no. No. And that's really sad because he is a really good actor. He is. He is. Um, So, yeah. (sighs) That was iconic. Okay. So, my next one is going to have to be the death of Queen Elizabeth. Oh, okay. That was huge. But we didn't talk about it that much. You and I. No, we did not. Um, Were you out I, of town? Well, it happened – was I out of town? It happened, I think, like a few days before I went out of town, actually. It happened in September, and I did go out of town in September. So, yeah, I could have very well been out of town, and I don't think you and me discussed it. But that was a huge thing this year, the queen dying. So that yeah. was just a big one. Very big. Yeah, and like her highness, her highness, R.I.P. Royal Highness. Yeah, R.I.P. although it was her time to go. Oh, girl, she was old as hell. <laughs> old as hell. I think she held on longer than most of us would have held on. Uh, Do you know how old how old she was when she died? Um, Queen Elizabeth was ninety six years old when she died, but I feel like she was older. No, she was I definitely feel like older. She, I think I she's, like been, she's a, been around longer, like literally for five bajillion years. Mm-hmm. And I know that you haven't watched The Crown, but The Crown is so, so good. And I know it's like fiction and it's not yeah. really accurate. And it um, doesn't show all the nitty gritty of how crappy the royal family is. Really is. But, you know, like she had to grow up like really, really fast. Yeah, she did. Um, yeah, she did. And as a woman, that is one thing that I will always – given every – thing that the royal family and how dirty and disgusting a lot of stuff is within that hierarchy and that family as it is. She came in with a lot on her plate from a very young age and as a woman kind of paved the way. And for that, I do have respect for her in that sense of being a young woman and dealing with those adversities back in those days, which couldn't have been easy. For a woman in general. So um, for that, I do have, you know, respect in that aspect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. Yours next. 
I know I said a couple of weeks ago that I was no longer like a Kardashian fan, but like they were just like epic this year. Okay. Just with pop culture moments. So I agree. This might be a little segment of the Kardashians. So I'm, I do apologize. Bear with me. I want to talk wow. about Kim and Pete and Chloe really, and Tristan. Really threw that in there. <laughs> <laughs> we're really just, we're improv in it today, baby. <laughs> oh my goodness. Here so, we go. Kim and Pete broke the fucking internet yes. when they started dating. So yes. I just want to say that even though I'm not going to experience in this lifetime the BDE energy that everybody talks about, Pete, it must be really, really huge. Because Homeboy has gotten Kate Beckinsale, Ariana Grande, Kim Kardashian. Um, now he's seen dating with Amrata. It must be insane. But Well, and you have to remember, too, about him – his he must have just a really dope personality and just must be really nice to be around and like a good energy because at the end of the day look looking at him picture like oh you know he's just he's scrawny whatever but his his aura and his personality and his energy well it's I, been very very dark before so you know he um he was in a very dark pa- uh, place like a couple of years ago. I think after him and Ariana Grande broke up where yeah. he wanted oh, it yeah. to commit suicide and MGK was there for him and all these people. Ariana Grande is a whole other story. Oh, my God. She's I- left a destructive path along her way. <laughs> but you know what? I- I'm not even going to blame her. It's the men around her that choose those actions. I agree. And we need to stop blaming the women for everything. Absolutely. Because Pete Uh went on a destructive path because of him, because of himself. Mac Miller went on a destructive path because of himself. Yep. Um, So, okay. Anyways, now we're going on off on a tangent. Kim and Pete just meeting at SNL. And I know that you, you know, you don't watch the Kardashians, but the way Kim just said in her confessional is that when she kissed Pete at the SNL kit, um, skit with the Aladdin, she felt immediately spark, immediate sparks. And she well, actually she was married also. So let's not forget they, that. Okay. But they were also separated and I'm not even trying to dog my boy Kanye. <laughs> okay. But Kanye was also going through it. You're and right. Kanye was dating Julia Fox or, or whatever. So again, Kanye can date um, a, a female while still being married, but people are going to make a comment of Kim Kardashian kissing You're someone exactly as a skit. You're right. I'm just being a bitter bitch, okay? Uh, okay, I'm just saying. I'm caught red-handed. I'm just saying. Me. Okay, thank you. <laughs> so that was iconic. Their their whole – oh, my God. How, he, how she introduced him to the world at the Met Gala was also iconic. Okay, he just and the Marilyn seemed, Monroe dress. Yes. And he just seemed so happy. She seemed happy. They really were happy, you know? I, I will think, say that. They looked very happy together. And like they had a lot of fun. A lot of fun. And honestly, that's what my ex-girl Kim needed. She needed to have fun after like like numerous of yeah. years being in turmoil and being in an unhealthy marriage or yeah. Whatever the case may be, you know? I agree. 
Listen, uh, as much as I don't fuck with the Kardashians, like it's gotta it's gotta be difficult, man. Like you can't move, you can't breathe, you can't take a shit without someone up your ass about things. So yeah. I am definitely understanding of them and what they have to go through. Yeah. And things and, like that. And honestly And she did seem truly happy. And, and honestly, she did when they tru- broke up, I was a little I, surprised and I sad. was a little surprised, but you know what? Good for her because she knew that, like, she maybe mentally it was going too fast for her, like the seriousness. Right. And he got attached real quick. I mean, he got her her kids all, like, their names, like, on his neck. Kim is my lawyer. I mean, like, I guess tattoos don't mean anything when you have as many tattoos as he does, but it kind of does mean something. I mean, you had your kids, like, I would be like, whoa, buddy, that's a little too much. But um, I think that just shook the nation and it was pretty amazing. And I agree. I think that was a really good one. She said, I agree. And can I say like in the (laughs) same record, (laughs) for the record, Caitlin agrees, guys. All right. And then also on the same topic, Hold on, I want to talk about Khloe Kardashian and Tristan Thompson. I That shook the nation. And it shook the nation is like, oh, my God, Khloe, Khloe's a dumb bitch. No, it shook the nation is like, wow, Tristan, you really are a piece of shit. Yeah. Okay. And I, I don't want to. I feel so bad for her. And I don't want to. I don't want to victim blame Khloe because, listen, she has a lot of trauma. And I think that she's kind of desensitized. Dis- Desensitized, from, yeah, yeah, she from is all the heartache that she suffered, and not just with Tristan, but with Lamar too. I yeah. mean, homegirl can't catch a break. No, and we saw it all play out in the Kardashians. It ended with season one, and then it started with episode one, season two, and that was just crazy. He is the most disgusting human being in the earth. Just to recap. He was telling Chloe, hey, let's get pregnant. Let's get pregnant. They did the IVF in three days before Thanksgiving in November. And three days after, it goes out that Meryl Soul or whatever her name was, was pregnant. Eight months old. Like eight months. Uh. Okay. And popped the baby out like two weeks later. Uh. So that is so disgusting. And my heart just goes out for her. And here's to 2023, not more Kardashian news. <laughs> well, we'll see how long that lasts, honestly. For me or for the world? Because I think that the Kardashians are slowly like they're losing their momentum. I you think, think so? I 100% think so. Oh, wow. I Because they are not relatable anymore. Right. They're, okay. There's season one and season two of the Kardashians. It's so curated where they just show us what they want us to see. Okay. Uh-huh. Nobody relates to the wealth and extravagant anymore. I feel like right. TikTok has really opened up uh. a world of just like being just relatable, being basic, you know, like, oh, showing your messy house. I mean, we all love wealth. Yeah. I love That's why I watch my housewives, but like the Kardashians, They've just reached a level of wealth, I think maybe higher than the Hiltons, where it's just Yeah. It's not know? relatable. And, yeah. Oh, well, that's I never even thought of it that way. I just because I have always said the Kardashians, Jenners, whatever, 
they're kind of like the royal family of America. A thousand percent. <laughs> so like everyone knows them. Um, but that's a I I never thought of it like that. And now, like you said, with TikTok, it's kind of um and and I, I also think it goes to there's always going to be someone else who is more popular at some point, or there's always going to be someone younger. There's always going to be someone exactly. more interesting. So, and that's just how it is. And the next round era. is gonna is gonna come from like a TikToker, right? I, right. Do you remember that girl Charlie D'Amelio? I don't know. She's too young, but yeah. she she's now in the Kardashian clan because she's dating Travis. Uh, she's uh, dating Landon Barker, Travis oh. Barker's oldest son. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so we'll very see. interesting. Yeah. All right. What about you? What is your next one? Let's have one more, a little bonus one. I guess that's more like a. I guess it's more of a little fun fact. So, in when Stranger Things got released, um, season four, Stranger Things. There did was you very- look up? Did you go on Google and yeah. go to pop culture moments? No. Well, for two of them, I did just okay, because be- I wanted to. Just because I wanted to see what no, happened. No, I know because like, I was doing I that too, and like yeah. And then Stranger Things was all over all the articles, so that's yeah, why. I so asked. Stranger Things, I only wanted to bring up because of that song. That yes, yes, yes. Blew yes. up. Kate Bush running up that hill. Can't stand that song. Oh, I'm never want to hear it again. Oh, really? Never again would I want to hear this song. I want you to play it at my funeral. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Maybe I'll be dead before you so I don't have to listen to it. <laughs> Here's to that. Oh, my God. So um, as of June, I don't know if this data is still accurate, but as of June, Kate Bush was making $200,000 a week off of that song and this song came out in 1985 so bravo to you homegirl bravo to stranger things yeah could you imagine just like sitting around you had a couple hits in the 80s and the next thing you know this alien show comes out and now you're rich as hell like what crazy because you know money in the 80s is is different than money now so i'm sure she had some money to you know live off and live comfortable oh no 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 this blew up oh it blew up and i'm pretty sure that me streaming that song also like i'm sure (laughs) (laughs) no it was all over tiktok everything it was crazy so that was just like a really crazy um that was just a crazy little fun fact how she was making all that money. That's a lot of money. $200,000 a week. I'll take that over the course of five years. <laughs> Please. Please and thank you. Please and thank you. I'm not greedy, folks. <laughs> no, no, no. And would you share that with me? Just a little of bit. Of course. I give you a little allowance, you know. Thank you. That's all I need. I just need an allowance. That's it. Just a little allowance. Um. Okay. okay. So do you have any others? Or yes. Okay. No, I have two more. Okay. So we're going to circle back to the beginning of a podcast. When this was first the Taylor Swift podcast, my girl was iconic this year. Iconic. She broke records. She broke hearts. She didn't break my heart. 
Um, and that's Cheers it. Cheers to that. Yeah, she. I am just. That's it. She just. She was iconic. She broke Ticketmaster <laughs> and the internet. <laughs> And a lot, a lot of hearts. And grown-ass adults were crying on TikTok. I was not one of them. I would have cried, though. Don't get me wrong. That's not below me. Uh, uh, no, it's not. <laughs> no, it is not. And I'm really happy you got those tickets, girlfriends. Honestly, good for you, sweetie. Thanks, boo. And, and yeah, I think these were, like, the top well, at least in our eyes, our top okay, 20, one 20, more, one, one more. more for good measure. I'm just seeing it now. Ben and JLo getting married. Benifer. I was going to put that. I'm just over them. But that I was also kind of like it was a full circle moment. I know. And it was just like, what? When? Huh? Who? What? Like, it was just, okay, you're back to, oh, shit, you're married. Oh, what? Okay. Wow. And um, I'm not going to lie. I got whiplash from all of that. I did too because it was just like, okay, wasn't – yeah, because she was with – um what's his name? A-Rod. A-Rod. And then – I like, thought they were endgame. I thought so too. I was like, this is it. They're good. Their families are intertwined. Their kids are – I was just like, yeah, they're great. But then he's a dog, so – over a freaking over 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 Madison LaCroix. Yes. Like she's the most basic girl on freaking Southern Charms. So literally. I am literally I mean, just basic white girl. You're gonna like throw give that up like for what? Yeah. And I don't know. Did you ever see the uh J Lo documentary on Netflix? Um no, I think- but I did listen to a lot of podcasts and they did a very good job of like erasing any type of thing from him. Because wow. he was, like, featured in it and, like, her oh. team, like, removed everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he wasn't in He wasn't in there whatsoever. Um, they did a very good job of that. The only part that he was in was when she was um, at the inauguration. And, like, there's a clip of them, like, kind of side by side. But it was just, like, super quick. So they did, like, a really great job on that. But it was a really great, great documentary. Really? Like, a new a newfound respect for her. I've always had respect for her and I've always liked her, but just what, what she's been through and she's, you know, she's so talented, but like what she has been through. Is she really, she's a good performer. I don't think she's a good singer, but you don't think she's talented. I think she, I think she, I think she's talented. I I said she's a good performer. I don't think she's but a no, good no, no. Singer. But you just no, but you just said like really though when I said she's talented. So that's why I'm like clarifying. Okay, okay. Like, so so I you think, think she's talented, but I you think, just she's, don't think she's. I, a good I think she's a good performer. I I think her acting yeah. is basic. Um, yeah. I she she has a beautiful body. She can dance her ass off. She does really really good shows. But I mean, she's just a beautiful. I don't know. I I don't no. see what's all the rave about J Lo. I'm like. So, I mean, she has, um, you know, but she has a, a long-standing career. So clearly, people think she's talented. You know, I just, yeah, no, I personally I, don't. You know, I don't think she is like the most talented person in the world. But I think she's a very no, talented person yeah. as far as her performing goes. Correct. And, yeah. Um, you know, her hits, uh, her songs. I mean, listen, all of those amazing songs in our era with uh Ja Rule and oh, oh, cool cool J. J. like come oh, on no. but no her her voice is very 
average. Her yeah. acting is very average, but, um, but I, I guess I can say talented wise, as far as her performing goes, I think she's a really great performer and puts on a really great show. And the halftime show thing was really cool because yes. the Super Bowl really tried her really tried her they gave her they gave her and Shakira less minutes than like a regular performance and it was two performers and it's like never that you know and she was like why am I getting but they tried the shit out of her and she made it work and um so that and that's another thing like and women and she and she made it clear you know like women and Latina women and it's just getting the shit end of the stick and having to make do with what it is you're given. And um, they like cut her show short and it was just like a whole thing. So I think dealing with the adversity and like she literally comes from nothing. It's just like I like her story in that. Yeah. So. Question, did the, did the documentary touch on, was there any drama between her and Shakira or was that just like all like speculation? That was a little speculation. Um, I think the media really took that a little too, too much. You could tell that she was being a little bit difficult because she was like, I'm Who, supposed J-Lo to be the headliner. Who, J-Lo or Shakira? Yes. Okay. J-Lo. She was like, I'm supposed to be the headliner and now it's both of us. But, but that was at the, that was not like a catty thing on her end. She was just told something different from the commission. And then now it was like, oh, now you're sharing it with Shakira. So that like irked her. And I feel like that would have irked any woman, (laughs) not just J-Lo, you know? So, but when they were together, they were all like, you know, big in their little Latina connection. And that was really cool. And they like both seemed really cool with each other behind camera and stuff like that. So I think that was like more of like a media wanting to create. That makes me happy because me too. I think Shakira is very talented. Yeah. Like more than (laughs) JLo. Right. (laughs) So like she actually has like a voice and writes a lot of music, plays instruments. Yeah. And I'm happy that there was like no beef because it was really nice to see two like Latinas like on stage, you know. Um, And it was, you know, it really, it really warms my little heart. But I want to touch on J-Lo because like there's a trend on TikTok and maybe my, okay, so there's a, let me, let me, let me pause this. When my husband and I started dating years and years and years ago, I know I moved down from Ohio. My husband had a poster behind his wall of J Lo half naked, which was very sexual. What? Me and him got into a fight. I ripped it like this. And I'm like, right down the middle. Oh, I mean, it was so, so. And he was like, what are you doing? Anyway, so I you think want that- a Latina? You've got a Latina. <laughs> You've baby. got a Latina. So I, I don't. That, I think that's just funny. But TikTok said that like J Lo is one of like not the nicest person. Yeah, and you're not allowed I've heard to look. She's at very diva ish. Yeah, you're not allowed to look her in the face, like in oh, the no. eyes, the drivers, the pilots, the help, Ooh. nobody, and that kind of just like put a little like sour soap in my mouth. I think for, yes. And I agree. 
Uh, my dad actually met her. My dad used to be in – my dad used to be a yachty. He used to work on yachts. And mm-hmm. um, he was up in New York during like uh, the VMAs one summer. And he met Mark Anthony and J-Lo when they were still married. And first of all, he's like, Mark Anthony is the best guy ever. Like He he's seems so, cool. so sweet. Yeah, he does. And um, he said J-Lo was super nice. Oh, really? Super nice. super nice to everyone on board. So I think that can be kind of a nitpicking thing because I've heard the same thing about Usher. Like I've heard that Usher is such an asshole and has oh, like really? the same thing. Like you can't look at oh, him. Oh, I never heard can't. of that. So oh. I've like heard this for years, but I really think it's kind of on like a basis. And I don't like I don't feel it's fair for celebrities to get this like rep if it's like, hey, maybe I'm out with my family and like I don't want to be talked to or whatever. The help is one thing. Like I feel like you should always treat your employees with respect. But I think as just like regular people, I don't I think that can be like on a whatever, like a as a situational thing. Because mm-hmm. I've 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 heard you know, um, Gabrielle Union being really rude, but then you find out that it's like someone had like come up to them while they're having dinner, like in public. And she's like, why am I to blame for that when it's like, I can't just have dinner. And like, I asked you to like, no, you can't get a picture. Why do I get the blame for that. So I think that yeah. can kind of be like Yeah, little... you're right. It is situational. Mhm. Uh-huh. But yeah, I have heard that. Like I've heard she's a crazy diva and is just like ridiculous. And honestly, why wouldn't you be when you're just that so far removed and you have all this money and I always say like if I had the money, I'd be a terrible person. So 1000%. <laughs> 1 thousand percent like Like, I can't even blame her no I I barely want to look at people in the eye like I know like I don't want to look at you now and and I'm not rich so yes 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 is that it do you have anything else or are we ready to end this on a high note well I mean we could talk about Britney Spears but we can leave that for another episode because she do was also have, iconic. Do we have Britney, more Britney Spears updates? No, we don't. Okay. But she was just iconic this year. Free Britney this year? Correct. Wow. So it was a big was year a big for her. One. And we will have another Britney Spears update next week, guys. Yes, I'm sure we will. We need to get on TikTok and find out what's happening because I've taken about a week off TikTok. Well, so. me too. It's really, it's for really mental. sad. For our mental. Mental, it's, it's yes. It's good because once I get back on it, <laughs> I'm going to be there a while. So, <laughs> going to be a POS like the rest of us. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, I saw this talk a while back that was a guy talking about how, and I don't know if you've seen this, about how our calendar is kind of off. And yes, 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 yes. And how really the new calendar year should not be starting in the winter because as humans, we should be hibernating and mm-hmm. looking within ourselves. And it starts in the spring. Yeah, in And March. it should start yes. in the spring. But here we are, people inventing calendars and time. And this we're is just Western for you. Right. Just part of the Western civilization. Um, with that being said, um, I don't know how you feel about it, but I love the new year 
holiday only because I just you see so many people just like being so hopeful and just being in like a good frame of mind and really taking the time to reflect. And it just seems like really a good human-y, um, connected type of holiday for me when, you know, you just go on socials and everyone's talking about their resolutions and everyone's reflecting back and looking back on their year and what they've accomplished and looking forward to a new thing. So I really love the new year uh, holiday for that. And like new year resolutions or anything. Um, I don't just because I never follow through with them. My only new year resolution last year was to get on Spotify this year. And I'm not going back to Apple Music. But I don't have any New Year's resolution. And good for you. Yeah. (laughs) Good for you staying on Spotify. Team Spotify. Yeah. Awesome. Well, with that being said, I found a quote from Jane Fonda. And it said, it's never too late. Never too late to start over and never too late to be happy. So just a friendly reminder to all of you out there, it's never too late to start living your life and to be happy and live your life as you choose. Never too late. Amen to that. Amen. And thank you guys so much for tuning in and we will be back with another episode soon. Happy New Year. Until next time.